As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. And I'm Dave Matthews, and this is What's Next, Wall Street. This is a show about winning trades. That's right. We're here to help you learn about trading in a fun, entertaining, and most importantly, a useful way. Yeah, we're going to talk about all the hot new trending products and services that we think you'll not only want to use, play with, maybe wear, but most importantly, invest in. We'll also cover the fundamentals of those companies to make you an informed trader and make it easier to target investment potential. Plus, We'll share our thoughts on where the charts and indicators say a stock is going. Which can help you create a tailored trade plan. Basically, we're going to keep you up to speed on what's next on Wall Street so you can stack your gains. You can email us questions at wnw at optionsplayers.com or hit us up on social media at what's next Wall Street with your questions. And we can even direct you to instructors and experts over at optionsplayers.com who dig into those crazy fundamentals. Yeah, now let's dig into the stock minute. <laughs> So today's stock minute is going to cover the return of normalcy trade. As of today, about 30% of Americans have been vaccinated against the coronavirus, including me. These percentages should continue to rise dramatically. In fact, President Biden announced that there's going to be enough vaccines produced for everybody to be jabbed by May, and others estimate that full herd immunity is going to take hold as early as July. Wow. Oh, no, June, June, sorry. June, okay. Well, that's right. Biden was able to pull this off by getting two former competitors, Merck and Johnson & Johnson, to collaborate together under the Defense Production Act. Now, normally this would be for making wartime tanks or even N95 masks and ventilators under President Trump's reign. That said, there are some exciting trades out there that could really perform well because everybody's ready to travel or at least get out of the house, like people watch with a cup of coffee. Maybe something a little bit stronger. (laughs) Right. Many traders are loving tickers like Disney, Starbucks, Jets, which is a consortium airline ETFs, and even formerly the troubled Boeing. You know, their 737 MAX is approved for flying again. In fact, Southwest ordered 100 smaller versions of the MAX called the 700 from Boeing. That caused their stock to rise yet again when the world isn't even traveling much. In fact, American Airlines stated they will only resume all their flights starting this May 2021. Pent-up demand is really starting to show as we hear more and more travel reservations being booked. 
Even cruise ships are booking up. Well, for next year. Yeah. I know I cannot wait to travel again and sit on runways and be all <laughs> jet lagged and lose my luggage and stuff. Oh, what fun. <laughs> if you are planning trades for the get back to normal, then you may want to take a look at the travel and leisure stocks as we continue to move closer to, the no to normalcy. There's a lot of demand to leave the house, at least for me who's doing Zoom with my kids. I cannot wait. I miss hugs <laughs> and love music. Yes, yes. <laughs> Okay, it's time for us to hear from you. You can email us at wnw@optionsplayers.com or hit us up on social media at What's Next Wall Street with your questions and comments. By the way, if your comments are nice and complimentary, we might read them on air. However, if you make any attempt to drag us, you will be ignored. I'm just not kidding. Okay, Georgia, our first email comes to us from Adam in Miami, Florida, home of the super spreader spring break. <laughs> Adam asks, how can we tell if a drop in the market is just a healthy pullback or if it's a correction? Well, great question. So a healthy correction is around 10% down from recent highs, whereas a simple pullback is anything less. Now, if you see 20% from a recent high, then the stock is in bear market territory. Now, if it's 20% pullback followed by a 30% bounce on Bitcoin, <laughs> well, that's just normal. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> Understanding these benchmarks and keeping track can really be beneficial as you plan your trades. Did you just call me a benchmark? Yeah, I did. Okay, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Our second email comes to us from Brooke in Dallas, Texas. Uh, Brooke asks, can you explain deep in the money leaps and when to consider utilizing them? Okay, awesome question. So many traders prefer deep in the money leaps over common shares simply because of their leverage benefits. Now, you need to understand the options Greeks, but once you understand delta and theta, you can consider leaps while planning trades. Basically, you can enjoy two to three times leverage if you utilize deep in the money leaps. Now, this means the strike price of the option is much less than the current share price. Well, not having to deal with a theta burn. So you won't pay a premium while you hold the option. This is really powerful if you apply this strategy to a sound trade plan. Now, if having two to three times the leverage is more important to you than small dividends or uh, being able to write options, then deepen the money leaps may be just what you're looking for. And if that's all Greek to you, if you've got <laughs> questions, we've got answers. Just like my old employer and delisted company, Radio Shack, Remember, every question is a good question because if you want to know, chances are someone else does too. Yes, and if we read your question on the air, you can get one of our cool teas or one of these super cool cups that I just can't stop drinking what's in here. Uh, so email us at www.optionsplayers.com. Well, you may not be an investment pro yet, but we want to help to get you there. So here's today's next What's Next Wall Street pro tip brought to you by optionplayers.com. Today's pro tip is very widely used at the Options Players website. Just take the first 15 minutes of the market starting from entering your options trades. Yes, you will not believe how this simple suggestion can help your profits and loss over time. Okay. The first and last few minutes of each trading day, you'll notice elevated premiums. So while selling during these times can be very rewarding, entering or buying can be disastrous. Mm. Many traders find this out the hard way as they will enter a play at the open and the value will decrease quickly thereafter, despite the stock being near the same price or even up from when it was when they entered. The elevated premiums start to normalize and unless you get a big move, you will pay the price. Mm. 
Waiting for the trading session to settle down can mean the difference between hitting goal and being done for the day. So don't get too anxious when the market opens and closes. We hope this helps. Okay, Dave, what's next with tech? All right, so our cell phones today work on 4G or fourth generation LTE, which means long-term evolution networks. But more and more, phones are being shipped that work on the next fifth generation networks. But should you buy a 5G phone? I've already got one. It's really pretty. pretty. It's like pink. <laughs> it's That's pretty. why I called it pity. It's pink and pretty. <laughs> Oh my God, no, you didn't. Did yeah. you get an iPhone 12? No, why wouldn't I? Okay, all right. <laughs> because... More G's, the better. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, you're my little G. Like all Gucci, right. George, just all the G's. <laughs> all right, well, not exactly. You see, the phones have new chips for 5G, and the towers that they talk to are not all up to 5G speeds. So this means your phone is essentially going flipping and flopping back and forth between 5G and 4G networks. In fact, we saw this back in the day when 3G became 4G. Battery life was terrible on those devices until the networks were built up. Now, 5G networks are going to be extremely fast, but they only achieve this currently in dense cities where you have nearby towers. Oh, and as long as you're outside. That's because the radio waves required for these extra Gs, they don't pass through glass because they're so tiny. And of course, they don't go through wood and metal as well. So the idea of carriers building these networks is great, AT&T, T-Mobile, Verizon, they're spending billions of dollars to buy radio licenses from the US government. And then they had to deploy new hardware on those frequencies. So basically they're still debugging this and it's what I'll call a changeover year or maybe even two years. So what about calls, you know? You're still making phone calls, right? Yeah. Well, did you notice that phone calls to other cell phones sound more clear than maybe when you called your parents back in the day? Sure. Yeah, so that's because they're using LTE for these voice calls. So we're really only seeing 4G phone calls, even though the networks are 5G. They just haven't made their way onto those frequencies yet. Man, that was really complex. I mean, it was, but <laughs> wow, I'm I'm telling you right now, I why every place you go, you can't, I'm, I'm not using 5G. Well, that's true. If you look down at your phone, you don't see it. But if you are in a 5G network, you're going to be extremely fast. So I only technically recommend this for hotspots. So, so right now, if I want to use my phone, I'm not on 5G, only if I'm using that for hotspot, basically. That's right. Yep. So hotspots are great if you have a standalone hotspot or if you put your phone in hotspot mode. Like, so when my phone's on me, it's always in a hotspot. Okay, we've got Greg Krause, lead instructor at optionsplayers.com. So considering the current chip shortages, shortages in 5G place, what is the better investment target? Well, you have your chip makers. And I think as Dave said, uh, 5G, the wavelength, right? I'm gonna go into the science behind it. Uh, it's a whole infrastructure around it. So you have the chip makers, you have people with holding patents. Um, so the one that's holding the most patents right now is gonna be Samsung, who also is, has created the fastest 5G chips uh, to allow for the fastest speed in 5G. Um, I don't think 5G, kind of as David said, is going to be um, rolled out officially for one or two years because the range of 5G is only about 500 feet to 1,000 feet um, versus 10 miles for 4G because it's so much faster. It's just how wavelengths work. Uh, and then you also, like Dave said, you have the entering through drywall or drywall and glass is going to limit it. So I think it's going way more, um, I guess you could say, hot spots or antennas are going to have to be placed or an advance in technology uh, to allow 
device to device. So what we would call multi-hops or ad hoc. So basically your phone will be a receiver and transmitter to push that range further. Now, Samsung holds a lot in that area and so do companies like Thale and everything else. Now, for, but they're also priced for doing it. Now, there are some that are pretty decent and let's go to the ones most people know about. So that's gonna be your uh, telecommunication wireless companies, right? So AT&T, uh, T-Mobile and Verizon. T-Mobile is pretty high compared to the other ones right now uh, because they have the largest 5G network out there, although it might not even be faster than the Verizon 4G in some areas. Uh, but with AT&T offering a almost 7% dividend and increasing, uh, and which uh, their dividends have increased annually consecutively for like 36 years. And they've issued a dividend since 1890. Think about that. They've issued wow. a dividend yes. every year since 1890. So if you're getting a 7% on that, even if the stock doesn't move or even goes down, uh, if you just hold still it getting paid. Up, you're going to double your money, right? In 10 years with that, you're going to double your money. And that goes with Verizon too. And those two own a duopoly in the wireless market with about 70% of the US wireless uh, market share. Uh, so although T-Mobile can gain some of that market share and continue to go up, uh, I can't go away from, especially for retirement accounts and stuff like that, that uh, AT&T or Verizon need to be somewhere in that portfolio uh, because it's just stable. Uh, it's not very volatile, but you know you're gonna you know, make money over the long term. Yep. Okay. The baby bells. So the, really quickly, so if, if the average consumer who's going out to buy a phone, do they, should they even care about 5G? Do they, should they just be like, whatever, give me the cheapest phone or, well, you know? I mean, if you live in an area that maybe has it, um, so like Chicago, Dallas, some of them do have the 5G, but if you actually get both phones out and you see which one's faster, 4G might actually be faster in some areas. And that's just because the system, like Dave said, is still being debugged. Uh, the biggest difference between 5G and 4G besides the speed is 4G has like a little node that's in that area and it can only handle, the system can only handle about 500 devices. Well, 5G system backend is made to handle a million. So you know when you have five bars and you're trying to get on a website, but nothing shows up, but you have full bars, that's right. because there's just too many people on the server. So basically 4G, although the speed is pretty good, its system is, you know, it's, it's met its match. It, it just cannot uh, maintain all the devices, smart, smart home, cars, and everything else that are narrow on its network. Awesome. Hey, Craig, what other small make chip makers or stocks should we look at outside of the, the baby bells, which have been a slam dunk, like you were saying? Yeah, I mean, Samsung, all your other ones, even Intel has a few patents out. Um, Qualcomm, of course, is going to be a big one in that area because uh, they're always... They won the, the game with LTE. Yeah, right. So, um, I mean, then you also have some Chinese companies that are in there. Um, uh, uh, you even have a LTE. There's actually a company called LTE that's out of China that owns uh, a, a lot of patents. And all the other uh, phone makers in China also, you know, they have a lot of patents. But Samsung's right now is way ahead of the game in chips and holding a lot of patents that everyone's going to have to pay to use. Yeah, the switch over from 3G to 4G, there was a ton of patent wars. And it was Samsung versus Apple versus Qualcomm. And a lot of money was spent by those companies. It seems like Samsung was a little bit proactive and got ahead of the game once they lost all the money that they did with intellectual property back on 3 to 4G. Right. Thank you so much, Greg. If yeah. people want to get in touch with you, they can just uh, hit you up at optionsplayers.com, correct? Oh, yes, ma'am.
All right. All right. Well, hey, Georgia, what's next in consumer trends? Enough of this geek talk. <laughs> Well, Dave, there is so much chatter about social media influencers and celebrities' influence on the market. For instance, rapper and entrepreneur Sean Carter, aka Jay-Z, and Jack Dorsey, CEO of Twitter and Square, have a new collabo. It's not a rap song, so relax, okay? Relax. <laughs> Can I get a what? No, 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 you can't. Uh, okay. uh, the two are establishing a new Bitcoin fund, and it's focused on developing crypto's adoption in Africa and India. So at least that's where they're going to start initially. So Dorsey says he and Jay-Z want to make Bitcoin the Internet's currency. Dorsey sees Bitcoin as an instrument of economic empowerment and a way for people to secure their own financial futures. Uh, Dorsey Square has already invested like 170 million bucks in Bitcoin. So, yes, Dorsey and Jay-Z are using Bitcoin for good. However, celebrity influencers lend credibility. So we talk about Elon Musk. You know, we talked about this. His company, Tesla, acquiring, acquiring uh, what, $1.5 billion in Bitcoin. Yes. And then, then he announced that uh, they would accept crypto as payment for Tesla, which gave credibility and actually led to a surge in crypto prices, right? And then Musk turned around and said that prices on Bitcoin seem too high because, yeah, you, your announcement did that. Maybe it has something to do with it. <laughs> He's such a wackadoodle, but I love it. I love it. <laughs> yeah, similarly, Elon's dog meme tweet called Dogecoin to surge yeah. more than 50%. <laughs> now, sources say the SEC might investigate that little chirp, which Elon pretty much said, bring it on. He's already right. fought the SEC See, before. That's what I like about him. <laughs> so remember when 23-year-old reality star and beauty billionaire mogul Kylie Jenner was like, I don't really use Snapchat that much anymore. I'm just sitting there. <laughs> Snapchat shares took a major tumble. During Trump's presidency, the first thing my husband would do as soon as he opened his eyes in the morning was check Trump's Twitter feed to see which stocks would be affected by a presidential tweet. So maybe we should be talking about social media's influence on the markets instead, because it's not like it used to be when we were kids, right? So my first exposure to the stock market was the movie Trading Places. Remember that starring yeah, Eddie Murphy? Murphy. <laughs> so, but millennials, they watched The Big Short and Wolf of Wall Street. My kid took a stock market class in middle school. He was literally given a paper trading account and a portfolio to manage. So, but per usual, I digress. So social media influencers and celebs can all be huge assets. However, they can also be huge risk factors for investors. So now, not only do we have to follow financial earnings reports and market sentiment, we also need to follow social media influencers and be on every social media platform. It's kind of exhausting though when you get stuck doom scrolling and yes. it's really easy to get lost on all of that social noise. Yeah, it is. It really is. So we've got Greg Kraus. Greg, did you stick around? Lead Instructor Options players here to weigh in on this. So Greg, tell us about the stock on the tweets and the snaps and the Facebooks. <laughs> Give us a little bit, a little bit yeah. of what you think. All right. Well, first, you know, when CEOs like Elon Musk or individuals that have a large stake in something tweet something, there are still rules that they have to abide by. Uh, so let's not worry about that. Let's just say everybody has freedom of speech and break every SEC rule, right? Uh, uh, it's really comes down to marketing. So if you look at uh, past marketing, you're talking about television and things like that, even emails, direct to consumer flyers and things like that. Well, this social media uh, outside of influence uh, from say a celebrity, uh, you know, normally now we're watching all this uh, YouTube, uh, social media, it's on a device, right? It's on your phone, it's on a computer, it's on an iPad. So you're only one click away from being on that uh, company's website. So versus old school where you might be watching a TV, you would have to go somewhere, pick up a phone and do it. 
it's right there. You just click the button and it takes you there. So that's huge. It's cost less, it's more, uh, more efficient, uh, and much easier to uh, target the exact demographic that market strategy wants to do. And that's why most companies now uh, have about 60% of their money and time is spent on making original content on different forms of uh, social media. That's crazy. And That's just crazy how it's changed. You remember it used to be like, well, first it was newspapers, <laughs> and then it was yeah, and then it was, and then we went to TV, and then it's radio. But now I just can't believe these advertisers. Literally, they want to know how many followers do you have, and that's how I'm going to advertise with you. Wow. Yeah. Crazy. So, Greg, thank you so much. Special thanks to Greg from OptionsPlayers.com for providing his analysis. Uh, lots of great stuff today. So remember, if you've got questions, we can try to help you answer them. We'd love to hear from you. Please email us at WNW at optionsplayers.com or hit us up on social media at What's Next Wall Street. And stay tuned for next week's show where we'll talk about the NFT craze and much, much more. I'm Dave Matthews. And I'm George Alfredis. See you next time on What's Next Wall Street. I like this. Yeah, I sign this hug, isn't it? As humans, we're naturally driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed, when I was looking to hire someone, it was so slow and overwhelming. I wish I had used Indeed. If you need to hire, you need Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform, with over 350 million global monthly visitors according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. And Indeed doesn't just help you hire faster. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. That's Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered Chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby, mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa, take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to Chumbacasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.